This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not reflect those of other podcasts or affiliates of this show or Gunna Geek. Check out other geeky podcasts at GunnaGeek.com. And get ready because geekiness commences in three, two, one. I feel like I should ask you how you've been. Why? Why um, would you ask that? Somebody, are you recording? Are you recording? Uh, yeah, are you? Yeah. Wow, first time for everything. Um, somebody. Um, listen to you what were saying, I you were saying somebody something. Something, something, something dark side, yes. You, no. you said, I should ask you how you're doing. Was someone, like, I read somewhere or watched on a TV show that there's this, the, the word is pole light, um, but it's not related to lights or poles. It's just pole, like, like Popo and Nana from Ice Climbers. And I love Popo and Nana. Yeah, and light like like yo plate light. Yo plate, by the way, if you're listening, you can uh, you may sponsor our podcast if if you give us money. So, uh, video game podcast presented, represented, represented by yo plate light yogurt. Yo- yogurt. Yogurt. Which yeah. So there's that. Yogout. Yo yogout. Yo gout, so you get the gout. Do you eat it when you get the gout, or do you the, it, the gout? Does it give you the gout? It's not called the gout. It is. You don't get the gout. You don't get the gout. I get the gout. I mean, I I haven't yet. Hi, if that's I, pretty. You don't want to get the gout. Well, this I, could be. I don't. It could wa- be pretty bad. I'm just saying. Had I ever gotten. Were I to get the gout, it would be the gout, not gout. You don't want to get the gout. I don't want to get gout either, but I... Nor do you want to get the gout. I would like to avoid both, but if I were to get one of them, it would be the gout. I think we can all agree on that. Unanimously, anonymously... Hello, listener, and welcome to episode 58, part 2 of Unqualified Gamers. Yes, 58, part 2, because this is not episode 59, because I am the only unqualified gamer actually present recording this episode right now. Yet again, Jonathan is indisposed with quote-unquote real life. And I was using air quotes there just to be clear on that. John is occupied with, I don't know, apparently still expecting a baby and making sure his wife is okay because apparently her health is a concern in the real world and all these other things. So he's not getting a lot of sleep in preparation for this new human being that is going to exist soon in his household and that leaves you stuck with me for the next three and a half hours because when john's not available that's it it's a it's a it's a golden ticket i am going to take you to the chocolate factory that is my mind i am going to give you the oompa loompa of 
eternity. Wow, those are not sentences. What I actually plan on doing is just giving you a brief update on the happenings of this week and then calling it a night because, well, first of all, it's past midnight as I record this. I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea. Apparently, the idea was get home from work and go to the gym, which is good. Going to the gym is good. I exercised. I worked out. Got home around 9 o'clock. Fantastic. Very tired. Made some dinner. Then did laundry. Also a productive activity. Quite productive this evening, right? Went to the gym. Did some laundry. Okay. Things so far so good. And then now it's past midnight. My energy reserves are on low. Like if I were... Samus Aran in Super Metroid, I would at this juncture require an auxiliary energy tank to refill my energy tanks, probably mid-podcast, because those energy tanks are going to run out. I don't actually remember if that's how that works in that game, but I'm going to go with it anyway. So here we are, stuck together, of course. I, I don't really feel like I'm stuck with you, by the way, I'm so... Please don't take offense at that. But here I am, and here is what is going on in the world of video games. Because clearly, we here at Unqualified Gamers are always on top of the world of video games. And I literally only want to touch on one or two quick things in John's absence, because I'm sure he'll he'll want to weigh in on these things, and I don't want to get into too much detail, because if I do, you'll have to hear it again next week with John's commentary, and that's kind of lame, or whatever. So, Flappy Bird. Okay, John has been following this story very closely. It has hit mainstream news media outlets, so I'm sure that it's you've seen some news on it somewhere. Uh, TLDR version, as it were, which stands for too long, didn't read by the by. The TLDR, or in this case, TLDL version, TL too long, didn't listen to... Well, actually, you're listening right now, so I guess it's not too long. But either way, listen, the, 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 the main point of what happened is there was an essentially, arguably really crappy, but uh, definitively very difficult iOS game called Flappy Bird that a guy made and it took him like 50 some hours to make so it didn't take I don't think that's very long for a game and at its peak he was making $10,000 a day in advertising on this game which I don't know if that's true but that is what at least one report said one interview or one claim at one point in time so he's making boatloads of money and then BuzzFeed did an article on it which of course meant that everybody with a 9 to 5 office job in America saw it because that's all 9 to 5 office workers in America do is read BuzzFeed. Not that I make gross overgeneralizations all the time or anything because I never do, literally, but that just happened. So everyone knew about Flappy Bird, then everybody started downloading it, hence the $10,000 a day in advertising, and then he tweeted, the creator tweeted, I can't take it anymore. I, I, he literally just said, I can't take this anymore. What this is, is is a bit vague. And he took the game off the App Store, which I think is asinine. Because I know he was getting a lot of attention. The guy sounds like a very positive guy. 
he didn't he didn't kind of rage out of it like uh that other developer did the fez the fez and fez 2 developer did he was like gamers are assholes i am done with this entire industry forever this guy didn't seem like that like people would tweet mean stuff at this guy and he would tweet back like oh maybe you should take a break or oh glad you're having fun or sorry it's frustrating he seemed like a super positive guy and then he just couldn't take it anymore. Whatever. Okay. Here's what, here's what I would do. All right. Let's say unqualified gamers blows up tomorrow. Let's say that we just get like 50,000 listeners. It becomes featured on the front page of the iTunes store. We get a, a boatload of subscribers and we get a deluge of emails that say that people hate us. And I get death threats, and people are like, oh, I hope you die, or oh, I'm going to come to where you live and kill you, and, and all this stuff, or whatever. Here's what I would do. I would take the $10,000 that I made from advertising in one day and buy a very high-level security system. Then the next day, I would spend $10,000 that I made that day, that second day, and I would order a giant TV. And then I would pull up some angry tweets on my giant TV. And we're talking like, I may even wait two or three days just to get like twenty or 30,000 to get one of those ludicrously large, like 150-inch TVs and one of those prototype ones. I think they actually run around $70,000. Okay, so fine. I wait a week. I wait a week. I avoid the internet for the most part for a week. Order a TV that is that that covers an entire wall and then I load up that tweet and I take a picture of it and I tweet it back at that dude and I I don't it doesn't even matter what I say I don't even know if it would be accompanied with text I would literally just text him back a photo of my like room sized television and I've won the argument I have like I have won I'm sorry you want to you want to break bad on me Okay, dude who probably doesn't have the disposable income to travel to my specific location anyway to even wreak any havoc on me in real life. And now you're sitting there on Twitter breaking bad on me while I I own a thing you will never own that is expensive and awesome. And there, the end, I win. That is what happened uh, now, granted, it may take me two weeks to accumulate this disposable income because, of course, John would be – I would give him a couple bucks on the side. I mean, I am the webmaster and producer, uh, executive producer, you may even say, of this podcast and uh, uh, chief marketing officer and really pretty much does most of everything. And I, I'm 85% sure John is listening to this, and I, I literally don't care um, because he's probably just sitting here taking notes on how he's going to get back at me next week. Unqualified gamers. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, that was a tease, as they call it in the biz. So, yes, I would kick John a little money on the side, but I, I would insist on getting that initial bulk of cash just to have a picture to tweet at haters just to make them hate themselves. Because that's really what would need to be done. That's what you do with haters. You make them, you 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 embrace that hate, and you just turn it 180 degrees back in their direction until they're hating on themselves so hard. And it's it doesn't even matter. All I'm saying is if I were this guy, 
he said, I guess one of his reasons for no longer wanting it on the App Store is he, he has a simple life, and this game made it no longer simple. Okay, I get that. So that means, presumably, he's getting a lot of press and media inquiries for interviews. And, obviously, a lot of feedback about the game. Okay, great, cool. You know what you can do, actually, if you don't want all that attention, is you could, and this is, I'm, I mean, call me crazy, you could stop using Twitter so much, stop using, you know, Facebook so much, just kind of kind of lay low on the internet. Really, the worst of your problems... Contrasted with $10,000 a day, mind you, your biggest problem, your price, like the cost of $10,000 a day is you have a very flooded email inbox. I mean, am I the only one who doesn't think that's a high price to pay? No, probably not. But I don't know this guy. I'm not this guy. I don't even remember his name, literally, because it doesn't matter. All that matters is in the uh, Notes version of this story is that there is a guy who made an insanely successful game and then pulled it down because it was getting too much attention. And that blows my mind. It blows my mind. And I, I know John is going to want to weigh on, on this next week, so I know I've gone over and actually spoken too much about the subject. So I apologize, listener, if you are going to listen next week, because I'm sure we'll get back into it if it's not ancient news by now. It's already kind of slow news. But uh, I, I just, I cannot get in that mindset of making obscene amounts of money and turning it down to go back into obscurity. It just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. But I will say, one of my coworkers sent me a link to a website today in an email. I'm really glad I got that granular with it. Yes, he he typed something on his keyboard and then entered it into an email, put it in Microsoft Outlook, and then used his mouse cursor to hover over the send button, which he then clicked, and then it traveled through a series of tubes through the interwebs into my email inbox, which I then, and by the way, like, is it still funny to say series of tubes? Like, when is that not gonna be ironic anymore? You know? How long is it gonna be before that's played out? I think about this every time I say the phrase series of tubes. Because I'm like, okay, I get it. We're making fun of some stupid politician that was on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Well, he was quoted. An excerpt from something he said was used on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. And he called the internet a series of tubes. And then people made fun of him. And that was like 10 years ago at this point. You can't even find... Last time I checked, you couldn't even find that clip on YouTube because Comedy Central pulled it down for copyright or whatever. So, like, no one can even see it anymore. So, like, there is a, a high likelihood that if you are a millennial, you don't even know what that clip is, and you can't even find it. If you go to YouTube and search Series of Tubes, you'll have to go to one of those stupid websites that's like knowyourmeme.com. I'm going to explain the joke to you. Great, there you go. So... Anyway, back to the story. A guy at work emailed me, uh, apologize if you really just thought my series of tube reference was dated and stupid, but that's what happens when John's not here to counterbalance my insanity. Sorry, I'm not sorry. And I get this email, 
And it was called, I think it's FlapMMO.com or FlappyMMO.com. I don't know what it is. I'm sure it will have made the rounds by the time you hear this podcast-ish that I'm doing right now. And it is apparently a desktop version of Flappy Bird that you play in your browser, but you can see the ghosts of other people playing it flying by as well. And I will say, I played it for about four minutes. That could be an exaggeration. It was roughly four minutes or so. And I was furious at the difficulty level just from four minutes. So I I get it. I get that the game evokes an an emotional kind of visceral reaction. Uh, You know, my coworker sent it to me, and I get a minute into it, and I just stood up and looked over the cubicle-ish, whatever they are, the wall between he and I. There aren't, like, cubicles anymore In this day and age, I work in an open office environment, so whatever stanchion or barrier between us, I was able to see over it when I stood up because it's only four feet tall, and I'm 6'4", so not hard. So I stood up and looked over, and I was like, you basically just ended all productivity for my day. Thank you for that. And it did, actually, for only four minutes. But that was a very unproductive four minutes. Anyway, I can see why there was such a crazy reaction to this game. I can see kind of why it blew up or whatever, but I can't see why you would turn down insane amounts of money for why exactly? Don't really know. So there's that. I don't know why I didn't lead with this bit of news. I'd like to mention this juncture of the second half of episode 58. I'm calling it that, by the way, because I don't want to call it like episode 58 and a half, because that implies that if there is one of two unqualified gamers, then it is a half episode. But therein lies a problem where moving forward, the next episode would then be episode 59 and a half, then episode 60 and a half, and so on and so forth. So instead, I'm going to call this the second part or the second... Well, it's not really a half because I'm not going to go on for two hours unless I do. Oh, boy. You want to talk about ears bleeding then, Wrath of Khan style. That could happen. I don't actually know if they bled or if just that 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 creature just crawled out of his ear. I'm pretty sure there's blood involved at some point. Doesn't matter. Anyway, uh... Back to this. I will not do the full length. So the second part of episode 58, uh, what I should have led with in this uh, section of episode 58, I don't know why I started with Flappy Bird, but I should have probably started with something a little more relevant, which may be part of the reason you're here, listener. Yes, you. Yes, you. If you are one of our newer listeners, first of all, I apologize profusely for this being your first episode, because just stop now, go back and listen to one with John, because I promise they're better, by at least 3%. That's, a that's a, I would say, roughly what John contributes to the podcast, 3%. But you may be here, and you may be new, because you saw a link to unqualifiedgamers.com, or you saw our podcast mentioned, in my profile in... The Hottest Geek Guys of Winter 2014 list presented by Elliot Serrano, geek to me, columnist for Red Eye Chicago. 
that was a lot of titles and names. Let me break that down for for those of you who who aren't here from that and have been listening to the podcast for a while. So Chicago Tribune runs a uh, subsidiary, I, I guess. They have a newspaper version called Red Eye. It is free on newsstands in Chicago. You can pick it up at uh, most train stops, some bus stops, a lot of street corners downtown. You can just grab this free newspaper called Red Eye, supported, I, I think, primarily by advertising. I have no idea. If that was a complete guess. I am not qualified to talk about that. But Red Eye is Tribune's free newspaper for Chicagoans, deals with a lot of local stuff, talks about Chicago transit issues, since most of the people who read it are riding transit. And it's it's a pretty fun little paper. And Elliot is the Geek2Me columnist. He has actually appeared on some podcasts within the Gunna Geek Network not this one. He's not been on Unqualified Gamers. We've not invited him. He's he's not particularly a gamer among among uh, all of his geek credentials. He's he's more a comic book guy and sci-fi guy and all these other things. But um, he puts together a list of the hottest geek guys or the hottest geek gals he's done a couple times and ran a little thing. And I have – he has appeared on my radio show on WGN Radio in the past, so he and I have a existing relationship. And he said – he contacted me at some point and said, hey, I think you should uh, do this thing. Send me a picture and some info on yourself. And I did, and now I am in a list for the hottest geek guys of winter 2014, which is very exciting. Elliot is awesome for including me in it. And uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> I am – Ooh, there is some illustrious company on this list. Uh, for those of you who, who don't live in Chicago, for those of you who have been longtime listeners and you're just like, why do I care about this? There, there's some <laughs> – I mean the uh, – there are some people on this list a bit out of my league. Uh, the first guy listed is actually voice actor James Arnold Taylor who all of my friends on Facebook immediately pointed out – is the voice of Titus, or Titus, from Final Fantasy X. But he's also done, like, a zillion other voice actor, a zillion other sci-fi and fantasy characters in in animation, American animation, and, and anime, and video games, and uh, he's kind of a big deal. So, yeah, I'm on the same list as him, and I'm also on the same list as uh, Israel... Uh, he done, I don't know how to say his last name, but a, a Chicago Bear, uh, current or for former Chicago Bear, forgive me, but yeah, a Chicago Bear. There's a couple other guys on the list. The, the name listed after me, the guy listed after me, is Darren Hayes, one half of Savage Garden. Uh, which, you know, I look at it and he's like, he has sold over 27 million albums globally. Okay. Okay, Darren Hayes, I have a podcast that I think like eight people listen to, and I know half of them. That's actually not true. We actually have a, a pretty substantial listener base at this point. But uh, that was quite humbling. And as you know, if you know me at all, you don't have to be a longtime listener to know this. I am not a humble guy too often. So there's that. So uh, I'm on that list. Perhaps you're just joining us because you heard about the podcast through that list. I don't know, maybe not, but that's a fun little thing that happened. And uh, whether you're a guy or a gal, you feel free to check out the list. I started following a lot of these guys on Twitter, and they're actually very cool. 
their followers have followed me. That There's some networking going on, and now there's a bunch of geeks that know each other a little bit better because we're hot. And uh, I don't think I need to say much more about that. Now, that was a sound of me. Well, that, that was a lack of sound because I was taking a sip of water because... Believe it or not, when you are talking for, how long has this been going, 20 minutes straight, a bit of a strain on your throat, when it's past midnight and you should be asleep, although I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, wow, he sure sounds tired, no, I I know I don't, and yet I am, and yet I am, I will finish this, throw in some editing magic, and then just crash, or I'll be up all night continuing to talk to myself without even recording it good times. So at this point, I'd like to transition from hottest geek guys of winter. Did you like this? How I'm pointing out my own transitions, even when John's not even here. That's the new low I've reached listener. That's, that's where we are right now. Just for a little reality check. Okay. The hottest geek guys of winter, so of course I'm one of them, and that may lead you to ask, well, interesting, Cody, because the day after this podcast gets posted, or this half, whatever, the I don't care, it doesn't, you know what I'm talking about. The day after this thing you're doing right now is posted is Valentine's Day. What are your Valentine's Day plans? Well, they're none of your business, is what they are. I... Yeah, we'll probably recap my Valentine's Day, or lack thereof, on our podcast next week, but I would like to mention, I have a tie for my two favorite Valentine's Days, and I was single on both of them. I do not have an official girlfriend right now, so I anticipate a quite nice Valentine's Day yet again, but uh, two my two favorite Valentine's Days were, on one of them, I it was actually a first date, first date that I went on. She... Apparently, uh, allegedly, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes again, by the way, forgot it was Valentine's Day. We were, I, I chatted, I met her, probably the internet, that's where people meet these days, uh, called her up, chatted with her a bit, and I was like, oh yeah, Tuesday works, Tuesday I'm free, okay, great. And I think I called her the day before, and I was like, you know it's Valentine's Day, right? And she's like, oh, I completely forgot. I don't know if that's true or not, I gave her crap about it anyway, because it was hilarious. It ended up being really fun. We went to, like, three different locations. Uh, Up until that point, I don't think I had had a better first date. So that was pretty exciting. And that was really fun. So interesting story, I think, marginally. If you don't, then, well, fine. Okay, stop listening. I don't care. Uh, The other best uh, Valentine's Day I had was when I was single and my friend uh, Blake, who has co-hosted this podcast before, he was also single. And we lived together at the time uh, uh, with a third friend, actually. I don't know what he was doing that day. But Blake and I were just sitting around all day. We had two TVs in our living room. He set up the Nintendo Entertainment System to one of the TVs, and he played through several video games, I think while drinking. I think he was drinking. I may have been drinking. There was drinking involved, I'm reasonably sure. Meanwhile, I was on the bigger TV which he owned, so that was nice of him to let me use the bigger one. I was on the bigger TV beating Metal Gear Solid 2 and playing as much Metal Gear Solid 3 as possible. And we did this for about uh, 7 hours. I almost said 11, but it was 7 hours. 
And then I want to say we did it more later, so maybe 11 hours. But basically, I played video games all day because it was a Saturday, and that was my other favorite Valentine's Day. So the fact that I am not officially committed at this juncture is not going to ruin my Valentine's Day, so don't worry, listener, about me. I know that was a huge concern of yours going into this, ep- you know, going into this this listening session we're having, you're having, I'm not having any of it. I will never listen to this because it's probably horrifying. And I'll let you confirm that in the comment section on unqualified podcast. Nope, that's not it. Unqualifiedgamers.com and or on our Google Plus page. So you're welcome. Literally don't remember what I was saying. Yes, Valentine's Day. I know you were very, very concerned about my Valentine's Day. So you now I hope I have laid your your worry to rest. And you can relax on your Valentine's Day and have a good one, even not knowing what I'm doing. And I'm sure John will say a bunch of crap about his Valentine's Day next week. Who knows? Maybe he'll say, I had a baby on Valentine's Day. Wouldn't that be something? Because he's got a, there's a baby that, that's like, I want to be all up in John's crib. And by that, I mean both his home and the physical crib that he put together in his home for this baby. So there's that. We'll see what happens next week. Let's just all hope that John's back next week so that this schizophrenic insanity doesn't have to happen again. And yes, I realize schizophrenia is misused all the time, so I'm not attempting to make light of schizophrenia. I'm just going with the flow and continuing to perpetuate an incorrect uh, uh, usage of the word because I don't care. And this is the part where I have another sip of water before my throat literally jumps out of my mouth and runs away from my body. I did that loudly so you could hear it as proof that it was happening. And now I promise I'm almost done. I don't, well, I was going to say I don't promise because I don't make promises. But in this case, I actually do promise I'm almost done. There's only one other subject I'd like to cover this week. And that is, as always, listener, whether you're new or old, you should know by now, John and I love Google+. It is a great way to actually have conversations with people who aren't necessarily our followers or our fans or our listeners, but just anybody interested in video games. It's a very open platform. We like it a lot. I won't ramble about that, but every week on Google+, we ask, what are you playing this weekend? Because over the over the last week or so, just so you know, I, I've really not done anything new in the video game world so, you know, if you listen to our last episode, I'm still working on Pokemon Y. I'm still playing NES Remix on my Wii U. I'm still dabbling in Super Mario 3D World. I did bust out Civilization V over the weekend for the first time in months, and that was really fun. Played it online with a friend. Uh, so, but pretty much same old, same old. So this was actually, in terms of video game repertoire or decoupage if you will in terms of like what we've been playing this may have been a good week for John to take off because I don't know how many new games he's had a chance to play either so we you know 
That's what we've been playing. And now for the listener. So, Justin just got his Wii U, so he's playing Wind Waker HD, Wonderful 101, Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge, and Super Mario 3D World, and picked up Bravely Default in case he gets bored. Good thing I'm off work this weekend. Hashtag no sleep. Yeah, good thing you are off work this weekend, and you just got, like, half dozen unbelievable games. I have not played Bravely Default yet. I did download the demo based on John's recommendation, and I have not read any reviews of it, but I do know it's getting good ones. So I'm probably going to pick up Bravely Default. Now, when will I play it? Because I'm in the middle of Pokemon Y? I have no idea. But I may bust out the demo in the next couple weeks i don't know just to check it out um so that's exciting i'm very excited for you and looking forward to hear good things about bravely default elvin this is elvin's first comment uh on our on our ask and he says this is my view of the weekend speaking from the mouth of the captured subject of course but at least he got his picture taken okay so actually i posted a picture of a gargoyle covered in snow near my train stop that I take to work every day. So I don't know what Elvin is actually playing, but apparently his view of the weekend is a mouth of a captured gargoyle covered in snow, which is good. Um, I'm going to leave that there. Uh, vintage gamer Charlie is sadly not playing much. Been prepping for boot camp. Um, thank you for serving our country, vintage gamer. That no, that, I'm like serious about that. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, so no props, respect to you. That's great. Um, sadly, not much. Been preparing for boot camp, but worked a bit with Mega Man and base. No progress made. I love Mega Man. Yeah, no progress made because that is the hardest. Like that is one of the hardest games I've ever played. The, you can select six or eight stages at the tar- at the at the top. I don't know how many, but I literally cannot beat a level in Mega Man and base. That is how stupidly hard it is. So if you get anywhere, Vintage Gamer Jolly, then even more respect to you because that game, man. Oh, that game. And I feel kind of bad. Well, I got it as a gift, like. 12 years ago or something so i i would have felt bad saying that back in the day but but now it's just i mean it's just ridiculous at this point i've got it but i'm not gonna bust it out and try and play it because it's just stupidly hard i don't remember how or why but i don't know maybe i'll uh maybe i'll talk about it in a future episode i won't but it could have happened in another life and Christopher says, looking back at the weekend, I didn't play anything. Oh, wah, wah. And he goes on to explain, I guess that's what happens when you spend 12 hours at a robotics shop and sleep for about eight hours each day. I'm glad you're getting sleep at least. Oh, and don't forget, homework, traveling from the middle of nowhere to where I want to go, eating, talking, and all sorts of other fun stuff. Oh, and he is eligible for his learners on Valentine's Day. He'll study a bit after his homework and before he goes to sleep. Learners. I'm guessing learners permit. So that's cool. So congratulations on the driving thing. Christopher is our listener who is in a robotics competition. About a month ago, he sent me information on this robotics competition because John and I were pumped. We were like, yeah, let's like talk about robotics on our Google Plus page. That'll be cool. And then in my infinite wisdom, I, I glanced at the links and I was like, oh, cool. Here's what I'll do. 
I'll pull them all together in one day and schedule them and kind of like post four or five times throughout one day. And then like our listeners can kind of check in on, on some info and then they'll know all about it. And the competition ends Tuesday. So it's getting very close to the actual competition date to be posting all this stuff because I'm an idiot and I was really busy working on the website, which I was working on because I knew I was going to be featured in Red Eye. So very busy these days, uh, listener. I am just apparently overwhelmed with the, you know, whopping like massive three things I have going on. I know my life is so hard, right? Hashtag first world problems. Hello. So idiotically, I've not shared those yet. But this weekend before uh, the competition is over on Tuesday, February 20th, uh, I will be posting some links. So if you're interested in learning a little bit about robotics and robotics competitions, then go ahead and check out our Google Plus page, and over the weekend I'll, I'll post some cool links, and it should be fun for everyone. Everybody gets to learn just a little bit, and edutainment is my middle name, actually. It literally is my middle name, and John is not here to to refute that. Is that right? Refute? Dispute? Dispute? Doesn't matter. John's not here to uh, say anything to the contrary, so I'm going to stick with it. My middle name is that word that I just said. What did I just say? I said, uh, oh boy. Hey, remember what I said? I was getting tired. That's it. Uh, wanted to close with one other uh, comment. Speaking of things I've been playing and plan on playing. Now, I said this last week. I said last week I said, maybe I didn't say this last week. I didn't say this last week. Over the weekend, I texted John, I think it was Saturday, and I said, I am looking at a Steam library of games I haven't played. I'm looking at a couple other games I haven't played, and I I can't decide what to play. This is when I ended on Civ Five, And specifically, I realized that night or the next day, I wanted an RPG fix. Like, I have a role-playing game itch right now, which Pokemon is filling to a degree, but Pokemon's not... I mean, Pokemon is a different animal, if you will. (laughs) No, I mean, Pokemon is different. I'm collecting... The way you play the game is so different in Pokemon than than other story-based, grow-your small handful of characters in levels, not your 300 Pokemon in levels. Uh, You know, it's a different RPG, okay? So I had an RPG, like a console RPG itch. I was like, I want to boot up like a roleplay. I want to get a meaty game with a simple battle and combat system. I wanted a story. I wanted to play a game with a compelling story. And I almost booted up Wise. It's spelled Y-S, so I think that's how you pronounce it, or E-S, or is. I don't know how you pronounce it. John probably does, but hey, guess what? He's not here, so I'm even more unqualified than usual. We have half the unqualified gamers, but double the unqualification this week, in case you hadn't noticed. I almost put up Wise, which uh, is is a it was a re-release of an old school game. It's like Super Nintendo or Sega something or other or whatever. It's a 16-bit RPG, older, okay? So almost booted up and then ended up with Civ, as I mentioned about 18 times in this paragraph. 
Because yes, every word I'm saying is off a script. I scripted this entire thing. Just in case you're wondering, I have no ability to think on my feet. And I'm and yes, that is in the script. The phrase I have no ability to think on my feet. I'm just reading from a paper right now. And I'm on the last page, don't worry. But the font is really small. So almost played it, played Civ 5 instead. Had this itch, got to work on Monday, looked at my Google Calendar for the week. What's on my calendar for Tuesday? Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. Holy crap. Tomorrow, this is Monday, I was thinking this, but tomorrow, the new Final Fantasy 13 game will come out. And if you're, you're, you're very likely not this much of a longtime listener, listener, but our first maybe 10 or 12 episodes, I talked, John and I both talked a lot about Final Fantasy 13 too. Like, it was kind of like how, you know, the last four or five weeks, I've mentioned a little bit about Pokemon every week. That was like Final Fantasy 13 too, for like our first half year of doing this podcast. There was a lot of Final Fantasy 13 too. And Final Fantasy 13 is the only Final Fantasy game I've played I, that I played more than once in the year it came out since Final Fantasy 7. Eight I've replayed since, but it took a while. Nine I've never replayed fully. Ten I've never replayed at all. I never played eleven. I never replayed any of twelve. But yeah, thirteen sign me up. I liked it. So I'm I'm a fan of this series. Okay, hated the ending of thirteen too. Like like whoa, an unhealthy amount hated the ending of thirteen too. But this game, looking forward to played the demo at E3, liked it, very smooth, fun. Great, fantastic, boom, Tuesday. I had pre-ordered it. It was going to come in the mail, boom. Guess what I'm not playing right now? Lightning Returns Final Fantasy Thirteen. Guess where I pre-ordered it from? GameStop. Thank you, GameStop, for shipping it on Monday so that I will receive it Friday, February 14th, a full three days after it is released. What the hell is the point of pre-ordering a game if it's going to get to you three freaking days after it is released? And this is, this is a GameStop, this is a GameStop exclusive, everybody. Just like all their other garbage, this is a GameStop exclusive because I have ordered, I have pre-ordered games from Amazon and they are delivered the day it is released. That's how it works. I am 87% sure that's what I did with Final Fantasy 13 too. I'm 87% sure I pre-ordered that on Amazon and it arrived the day it came out. 87% sure. That is a high percent. Okay. But Lightning Returns, nope, GameStop. Thanks, guys. Power to the players. If by power you mean make me wait half a week after something is released to play it. And no, I'm sorry. There is no GameStop located anywhere remotely near me in a convenient fashion. Yeah, I could 
uh, get off a train halfway home from work, walk for 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes to the game stop, get the game, walk another 10, 15 minutes back and make my commute home like two hours long. But hey, guess what? Don't feel like I should have to do that for a video game that I pre-ordered. And it cost me $70 because I had to pay for shipping. So the moral of the story is I do not have any desire ever to ever again pre-order a game off of GameStop.com ever for any reason. I'm, I'm, can you tell I'm annoyed about this? I'm annoyed about this. I'm, I'm just saying. And I went on Amazon.com today to pre-order South Park, The Stick of Truth. I was pleased with Amazon's pre-order bonus. The only reason I ordered Lightning Returns from GameStop instead of Amazon is because you get one additional freaking costume. Okay? Yeah, I'm a sucker for exclusive DLC. Guess what? That's that's where they get you. Duh. Okay? That's GameStop's jam, all right? They're they're they sell used games and make an obscene margin on it. And they have a ton of deals when it comes to exclusive DLC. And that's their gem. That's how they make their money. Good. Good for you. Great. That's why I did it. Found South Park Stick of Truth on Amazon, and the pre-order bonus was equal to or greater than GameStop's. Great. I can order it from Amazon, and I'm going to. The only downside to Amazon is that in order to receive the pre-order bonus DLC, you have to order... The PC, the physical PC copy instead of the digital download. I don't know why that annoys me. I think mostly because once I install it on my PC, I have no need for the packaging whatsoever. It's kind of, it just feels, it feels very extraneous to me and unnecessary. So I'm not a giant fan of that, but I will probably end up getting it from Amazon. Because at least if I need the physical PC copy, and I'm waiting for specs to come out before I order it because I don't want to pull another Call of Duty Ghosts and own a game that I can't play at all. So once the specs come out, probably we'll get it on PC. But if I need to, I'll get it on PS3 or Xbox 360. I'm not really sure. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I will get it from Amazon because GameStop, what the hell, guys? Really? 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 Three days? And, like, this is Valentine's Day weekend, you know? And I have... There are girls that I that know me, okay? Women talk to me, okay? Which means I'm not going to sit around all weekend playing it. But I would have sat around all night last night and possibly tonight playing it. But no. No, 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 no. Not till Friday. Thanks for nothing, GameStop. Power to the stupid is more like what your thing should be. Maybe. So, anyway, before I lose my voice or the rest of what little sanity I have left, I would like to close. Now, the last time I had to do my own, like, partial episode, the last time I had to do this, I closed with another clip of John and me because, as you know, I... John... Anytime John speaks, he is recording, and 94% of the time I speak, I'm recording. So I have a lot of excess material, okay? Well, in this particular night, I went through some of her old stuff last night, and that's where I got the intro from, obviously, from her sick day episode, if you couldn't tell, where we both sound very sick. And nothing else really jumped out at me that I'm sure 
we haven't used, so I didn't want to recycle anything. So to close this episode, I actually want to bring in a special guest star. Ready for this? And here's the the short backstory on this, as soon as I have another sip of water. <sighs> Do you like how, you know, I could easily edit out myself doing that, but I am not editing any of this. Like, it's this is it. You are stuck with this. I'm literally going to save this, throw it in the file I have open on my PC, and then uh, make you hate your life, basically. I'm sorry, I guess. So here's the, the brief backstory to this. I attempted to play a game called Hammerwatch on Steam with a couple of my friends. My friend Max was online. My friend... John, it's not this, it's not John Martin, my co-host for Unqualified Gamers, our other friend John, who was on another episode. Anyway, he and Max, this other guy and Max were online, we were playing Hammerwatch, it's kind of like a gauntlet type game. Then, somebody decided it would be a good idea to invite our friend Ryan to play. Now, Ryan's awesome and Ryan's hilarious. Uh, And it took three hours to get Ryan set up. I don't know if it's because he's on dial-up something there was an issue and he had to install skype so he could talk to us but then he didn't have his microsoft.net login so and he couldn't reset the password for some reason so he had to make a new account and then unlink some preferences from something so he could use skype then we couldn't connect to the server and after like I showered during this debacle, but by the time he got connected, but well, about 20 minutes into trying to connect, he realized he had opened the wrong Steam game starting with the word hammer. So it was just, it was a nightmare. I can't even tell you whether I liked Hammerwatch or not because it took us out of probably six hours of talking to each other on Skype. I maybe played 15 minutes. Because not only did all that happen, but then I would die very quickly because it's a very hard game on whatever difficulty level we were playing. So that's its own thing. But Ryan is a bit, like me, he is a bit insane at times, which is great. That's very welcome on this podcast. And we were, I mentioned to him that I was recording our play session. Which I've done before because you, we never. I didn't know if John Martin might show up, and we could we could churn some podcast material out of it. Yeah, I never. You know, when in doubt, record other people doing things without telling them, so that you're creepy. No, well, he knew I was recording, but I mentioned I was recording, and then I stepped out of the room to go shower, and he just left a gem, a gem in my garage band. Not my physical garage band, but the program garage band. So he he apparently took it upon himself to host his own podcast while I was out of the room. And I have several minutes of him doing this, but I'm only going to close the episode with a couple. I'm sharing this because I think he's funny. I don't know if I think he's funny. Now, I don't know if you'll find, find him funny because A, I may just find him funny because I know him. B... You may find him less funny because I said he's funny and that thus set the expectation that he is supposed to be funny. And see, I have now spent so long setting it up that 
see the reason for B, and there you go. There you are. Bob's your uncle, okay? So it's up to you whether you like him or not. If you think Ryan is funny in this little close to the episode, if because it's so just it's, this is insanity. It's he's going to be more ridiculous than I usually am. If you like this little closing bit he does, then please comment on our Google Plus page or on our podcast at unqualifiedgamers.com. And based on your feedback, based on your feedback, listener, next week, if you like Ryan, then we will open next week's episode with another minute or so of Ryan. And then just, you know, John and I will do our thing as usual. If you hate him, then I will probably just save it and maybe use another bit again several weeks from now or whenever John can't make another episode. But uh, but this is for your evaluation. Uh, Ryan's a pretty crazy guy. A little bit of fun podcast talk now um, that I'm going to use to close the episode. If you like it, let me know, and then we'll throw a little bit more your way at the start of the next episode, and then we'll be done with it. That's all. Uh, if you hate him, you think he's annoying and stupid, then, well, okay, whatever. I mean, I'm annoying and stupid, but, well, maybe you do hate me and you just listen because you're masochistic? I don't know. Or is that sadomasochistic? I don't... I don't know words. It's really hard. Sado decoupage kistic something like that. I don't I don't I don't know those words. So anyway, here's him and we will see you next week here on Unqualified Gamers. Thank you for listening and pray to God that John is back next week. I mean really. So welcome back to the podcast of the radio show. This is where we got a podcast for gamers, for dudes, and just guys who want to chill out. If you're ready for a time to play gamer time, this is the time. Now hook up your headsets and get ready to lock in, ready to load, and fire off to a plastic gamer nightmare fart machine. You're about to get sex shots spit in your nose eyes. Can we get some Jaeger shots up in here? Jagger! I got them grooves like McJaeger. We got them moves like McJaeger. Alright, this is Timmy Chom here with a shot shoot. I'm right here ready to go real we got bros, we got beers, we got boobs, we got f***s. Everything we need to get a fart fart and farty party started. You ready to s*** your face and fart your mouth? Get s***ing. Ready to get s*** in this farty stupid f***ing machine. <laughs>